Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Just Sold with Brent McIntosh, who joins us from the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. Today's a little different, though, Brent, because we have a guest with us on the Zoom call. And why I'm don't you super te- excited. Why don't you tell everybody who's joining us on the podcast today? Well, I like the fact that I've got another expert on the show with us today, and, and she can do most of the talking. And this is my home stager, Kelly Ritchie. Hi, Kelly. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me today. Well, I thought this was such an important topic because of the type of market that we've been in in the past few years. And, you know, when, when things are easy to sell in seller's market, all you have to do is put up a sign and, and you've got people knocking down your door. But these days, it's become a little bit more difficult, especially for some people whose houses might not show as well as they should. And so today I thought we'll talk about the who, what, where, when, how, and why you should get a home stager in your property before putting up the for sale sign. Okay, I'm all ears. Yeah, that's right, Bren. Get ready, because we're going to sell your house. (laughs) (laughs) And you are my go-to person, and and you and I have a pretty good track record together. Every time that I bring you into a property, you magically help me get that sold sign up there. Yes, we do have a good working relationship. So I do appreciate everything you do, and you're really extraordinary at what you do. So you're obviously a home stager, and, and maybe explain what that is to people who've never heard of that before. Okay, well, first of all, I'm Kelly, and I'm the owner of Home uh, 360 Impressions, Home Staging and Design. I'm based out of Shura Park, but I also service Edmonton, the greater area, the uh, Duke, Stony Plains, Bruce Grove, St. Albert, Port Saskatchewan. And what am I? Well, I'm a certified professional home stager extraordinaire. I have taken training, I have a certificate, I have passed exams. And, you know, with this industry and the field that I'm in, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly doing webinars. I'm learning about different styling techniques, the pink colors, the layouts of properties, the new property homes, the infills, condos, trailers, Airbnbs, luxury estates, that kind of thing. So every property is different. So it's never the same type of project every every home that I go into. And so tell us what you do when you get to somebody's property. Well, I do occupied consoles, occupied staging, and vacant staging as well. So occupied staging is where the owners are still living in the property and the listing goes up and they have to have their home ready for showings. I show them how to deal with showings, how to have their house ready, how to enhance the features of the home, how to make it look really good. And for the vacant stagings, it's basically a bank, blank canvas. I go in and I make a design of the property, the layout. I select the furniture, the art, decor, rugs, bedding, blankets, towels, kitchenware, everything. So it's uh, it's a pretty detailed position, and it's, it's, it's not as easy as decorating as some people think it is. I, I got to jump in on this one. Now, when, when you're looking at staging a home that people are living in, is the first thing you do when you walk in go ew, or do you basically realize that I get I get a chance to work with these people and really make this place stand out? You know what? I've been in houses that are completely jam packed. I've been in senior citizens' homes where they have the flowered floral furniture, and I've been in bachelor pads. So <laughs> it's every every opportunity is different and my main goal it doesn't matter what the property looks like my main goal is to 
get the property show ready to get it sold as quickly as possible possible and for as much money as possible. So before we break down room by room, let's talk about when. When do you do this? I'd like to do it as soon as the realtor gets the call and the realtor gets the listing. Um, just before your property hits the market, I should be the first one that you call before any pictures are taken so I can get in there, do my thing, and get it ready to go. Perfect. And you already sort of talked about the how. So, again, explain what you're doing and how you do it. Okay, well, we missed the why. So why have your house staged? I was saving why for the end because I have a big why too for for those people because I have a big why. But go ahead. You tell us your why and then I'll tell you mine. Okay. Uh, Why? Because having your home staged is actually about marketing your property than it is decorating. I incorporate so many different design techniques and principles to the home, but I always use my home staging techniques and principles so it just basically ensures that we're really ready to showcase the property, to make it look its best, and create interest for it. And, yeah, I guess. Well, so, so statistically, over 80% of, the, of sellers will sell faster, have a better return on their investment if their property is staged and looking its finest. That's my why, because the home will sell faster and for more money. It's a simple one. And, and you've proven it over and over and over again. Every time I bring you in, we get the, the most important thing for that home seller is that sold right. sticker on, on their sign each and every exactly. time. Yeah. So I thought we'd talk a little bit, break it down, sort of room by room, so people can have a better idea that it's not just you coming in and getting rid of a book or two and taking the toaster off of the counter in, in the kitchen, that there's quite an art form to it. And so let's talk about some of the rooms and what you'll do typically in maybe a home where people live in and and then vacant homes. Okay, so first let's talk about the curb appeal. When you first pull up to the property that you're interested in, you see the exterior of the home and the yard. And if the lawn isn't cut, the trees and bushes aren't trimmed, and there's kids' toys strewn all over, and God forbid their Christmas lights are still up in July, your first impression is the yard is unkept. So what's the inside of this property going to look like? So I suggest to the homeowners that they trim the, trim the lawn, trim any trees that are blocking the view or the sunlight, pick up any strewn garbage that is blown in, wrap up your hoses, repair or replace any broken screens that are on any of the outdoor doors, um, fix any broken fence boards, and spray the weeds. And also, if needed, put a coat of paint on the sun-damaged garage door um, or hockey puck smudges. Alberta, Canada, we play outdoor hockey. Yes, we we do. use the garage doors and that. So yeah. if there's if there's hockey puck smudges, that's recommended to paint over them as well. Just to create a nice setting. Perfect. So yeah, that's a good start. Okay. Now can we talk about the living room? Sure. Sure. <laughs> so actually, um, before you walk into the living room, we actually hit the front entrance. So this is also part of the, the first impressions of the property. And you want you want to create a feeling of space. And if the space is cluttered, it's th- the buyer's feelings are off balance. So uh, you want to make sure that your foyer is open, closed, not cluttered, no shoes hanging around, that kind of thing. And, uh, of course, most homes have that uh, infamous, famous front closet that has jackets, shoes, flip-flop, boots, winter coats, scarves, mitts. So we uh, 
we live in a country where we have the four seasons. So typically you have a jacket or footwear for all of these seasons. So I would suggest putting all those winter jackets away, boots in storage. And uh, because if it has a door attached to the property, it's going to be open and it's going to be looked at. So if it's uh, jam-packed and people can't see the back of the wall, it means that there's not enough storage. Okay. Uh, can, can, I, can I jump in on this one too? Because it's a big one for me. I like to leave lights on. I don't know if that's a big issue when, if I was selling my place, I'd like to make sure the lights are on. And for some strange reason, uh, I my places have always had speakers. I'll leave a little music on low, and I like to leave the fireplace on. Is that is that dumb of me or what? Who wants Frank? to say? Who wants to <laughs> oh, say? I'm I dumb? was going to say, uh, no, it's definitely not dumb. And I I always do recommend uh, lights and and uh, the music and and the fireplace. Not as necessary, and, and, and although I think that those are good ambience uh, things, it will depend on the time of year. So if it's a cold day, yes, the, the fireplace on is a, is a nice touch sprint. But uh, I also warn our clients about not necessarily trying too hard. Okay. Don't look too, too desperate. So, yes, those are good things to have. But what, what Kelly does is far more important than just turning on your fireplace. Yes. She'll be able to create the environment to make those buyers feel pretty welcome um, and, and the fireplace being on or not won't matter as much. Okay. So I like the fact you didn't use dumb, you used desperate to describe <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, you know, those people who bake cookies every time there's a showing, they'll get pretty <laughs> sour of baking cookies every week uh, when they're, when they're waiting for their house to sell. So no, there's certain things you can do that will help sell the property. And there's certain things that will make you look very desperate. And we don't want that. We no. want to make sure that, the buyers don't think you're desperate to sell that home. Okay, so living so, in the living room, can we talk about the living room? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, so the living room is often the first room that buyers see, so the space really needs to impress. It also needs to set the tone for the remainder of the, the property. You want your buyers to feel a connection, so this room should be comfortable and represent a place where the buyers envision curling up to read a book or entertain friends. So how do you get this ready? Well, Let's remove any ex extra furniture, such as bookshelves, extra love seats, chairs, because you want the room to look as big as possible. And if there's extra furniture, it's taking up that valuable space. Would you say that that's probably the most common thing, Kelly, is people usually have too much furniture in their property? Yeah, and also the, the layout of how they have their furniture. Mm -hmm. So um, it all depends on where they have their TV. Um, there's you know, where the kids' toys are, that kind of thing, and how they use that living room. Many homes have a couple, two living rooms, an upper and a lower, that kind of thing. So one is more of a formal sitting room, and the basement is more where you sit and watch TV, play games, hang out with your friends, and that kind of thing. So, okay, the kitchen is also one of the key buying centers of a home. It has to be bright, airy, and sparkling clean. So the buyer should be able to visualize enjoying prepping meals and a daily routine within this area. And most importantly, we are selling a party in the kitchen because buyers like to have family time, holidays, and have friends over for dinner. Kitchens so, and bathrooms sell houses. Yeah, for sure. So how do we get the kitchen ready? This is a great time to go through all your cupboards. And uh, you're going to be moving anyway. So pack up what you're not using what you don't use, uh, what you want to donate, what's broken, that kind of thing. Same thing goes with the pantry, top to bottom, left to right. Let's go through every single box of food that's in there, check the expiry date, your spices, everything. 
I would suggest getting little uh, storage bins and putting your cans of soup in a bin and putting that in yourself. Just make it all nice and neat and clear the floor clutter. Most homes have all their appliances with them, so you want to ensure that your stove is clean, your fridge is cleaned out, and there's no odd odor coming from any of those areas. How about the bedroom? What should we do in our bedroom to get it ready to put the house on the market? Okay, the the primary bedroom. This is where the buyers want to live and not actually how they live. So this room should create a feeling of a relaxing, peaceful, calm space for them. So how we get this one ready, we uh, keep only the necessities on the dresser and the nightstand. Put your medications away, all your um, personal items. And it's also another good time to go through all your drawers and get rid of unwanted clothes, stuff that doesn't fit. And I would suggest most people uh, invest in a neutral color comforter with a couple of decorative throws. If you have uh, blinds that aren't working properly in the, in the rooms, replace them or take them down. Don't leave a broken blind up in a property. <laughs> Same thing goes with, the, mas- with the, the walk-in closet or your closet. Make sure all your clothes are purged out of there. And you would be surprised how many people actually have empty hangers in their closet that takes up at least a good foot, foot and a half of the closet. Wow. No joke. No joke, friend. No, yeah. I believe that one. The other one is uh, making sure that uh, that bathroom is clean. That's a big thing. I, I talked to a lot of people, you know, uh, toilet seats being up, that kind of thing. It's really amazing what turns people off in a master bedroom or, or a, uh, you know, the master bathroom, is it not? Exactly. You want that crisp, clean, luxurious, but a functional space. Most people like it as a hotel. So you want to make sure that your towels are the same colors. You want to replace your, maybe you wouldn't have to replace it, but it's a good idea to, su- I suggest that they get a new shower curtain. Everything needs to be, have a, such a good clean, keep everything off the counters, only put the toilet seat down, you know, uh, that kind of thing. So cleaning is one of the mo- most important ones. Like anything that has a surface should be clean. Windows, tracks, door handles, countertops, everything. Excellent. Well, uh, you and I have had a lot of great success and including uh, one very recently of a property. And I'll tell a story here that uh, unfortunately these people tried uh, to sell their home for the last two years and didn't have any success. And uh, I was the third agent that they hired. And when I came in to do my presentation, we, we actually didn't even change uh, their last price. I just got Kelly to come in and do her thing, Bryn. And you should have seen what she did to this house. And most importantly, just two weeks ago, I got to put the sold sign up and uh, pretty excited and my clients are ecstatic. And I was her assistant that day as uh, she came into the property and was instructing me where to put everything. And I worked up a sweat in my suit as I was uh, hauling items down to the basement storage room. And, and we, we literally moved uh, a whole house in two hours. Uh, in time for the pictures the following day and and, uh, they had more showings with us in their, uh, well we sold it in less than 30 days but more showings with us in in that month that we had it for sale uh, than their previous two years. 
all because our pictures were so great and, and Kelly really presented that property very well. You Thank mentioned you. the, you guys mentioned the yard and everything. Do, do people care about the garage? Is that a big thing? Yeah, it'll depend on the buyer, uh, Brandon. It'll also depend on the garage. So for, for, I will tell you that a lot of people don't even park in their garages here in Edmonton, which always seems to blow me away that uh, they're yeah. just using them for storage. But, um, which I, 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 I'm a big garage guy. So I like my garage to be perfect, but, uh, that, that that's one of those areas and, and maybe Kelly will disagree with me, but I usually sacrifice the garage. If I can have the house perfect uh, for the showings, then I don't usually worry too, too much. And if they've got to store stuff somewhere, then that's where I usually get them to store it. Kelly, am I wrong? Yeah. Um, the garage can be an important um, thing as well, but I would suggest going through all your cupboards. If, if you're lucky enough to have cupboards, wash your floor. If you have Christmas lights hanging from hooks from the side of the wall, I would suggest getting a bin, put them all in bins, label your bin. Like I said, you're going to be moving anyway, so clean it up, clear it up, and make it look good. I think a dumpster is usually the best friend for, uh, for yeah. a lot of uh, people who have Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it really is. Yes. If, they have, if they haven't moved in 30 years, there's a lot of stuff that's piled up, and, and the best, if you, no point in paying someone to move it. Just throw it out before we put the house on the market. Is there anything else that I didn't ask you about, Kelly, that you want to mention? I think mostly the most important part of having your property staged, I guess it, it could be called staged, but it's more of a enhancement. We'll call it a style enhancement with the owner's property. So um, it's just getting things put in its proper spot, creating focal points of the property, Sometimes it's really overwhelming for a lot of customers of mine. When I go in there, they're just like, oh, my God, I was scared for you to come in. You're going to tell me that my house is gross and I'm a disgusting person. And I was like, that is not why I'm here. And I don't would never, ever say that to anybody. Um, so when I go in there, I get them to write everything down instead of me doing it because it makes them more accountable. So after that point and after our conversation, my consult with them, I'll give them my phone number, text me any questions. If you're moving this, let me know, send me pictures. I stick with them until the whole process is done and that sold sign goes up. So I'll check in with the realtor every week. Hey, how's the property coming? How's the showings? Is there anything I can help with? Did something happen or, you know, that kind of thing. I do, I do my best. I care about my job. I care about my clients. I care about my realtors and I uh, like working together as teams. So it's a group effort. Okay. So, uh, Kelly, let's start with you. How can people find you? They find you through Brent? They can find me through Brent. If they need a great realtor as well, they can hook up with Brent. And uh, I'm a part of Brent's team as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm. What's they can reach number? me 780-868-3922. Or they can email me at info at 360impressions.ca. I have a website, 360impressions.ca. I'm on Facebook. And uh, Instagram as well. So go check out the projects and follow me along. They can reach our team directly, Bryn, at 780-464-0075 or reach us directly on the internet at macintoshgroup.ca and we would be happy to have Kelly come along for any of our new listings to make sure that their property shows really well. And I can attest that those individuals that use her services, sell their house faster and for more money than those who don't. Hey guys, thanks for your time today. It's been fun. And I've learned one, one thing for sure. The Christmas lights cannot be up in July. 
No. Right? <laughs> is that is that what you're telling me then? Okay, guys. Yes, thank- that's what I'm telling you. Yes. <laughs> thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Brent. We'll talk again soon. And uh, thanks for tuning us in today, everybody. Yeah.